Hey, welcome to Simone J. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And tonight we're talking to you about Persephone. Persephone. The time has come. The time has come. I don't even remember what episode. Uh, if, oh, Odin. Was it Odin? I think so. Maybe. Maybe. Because we were saying, I was saying how people try to complain to me about real world stuff. And I'm like, listen, I don't care. <laughs> I'm still mad about what happened to Persephone. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck happened to Persephone? And I was like, I can't even get into it. <laughs> I'm so heated. We'll save it for a podcast. And I wanted to take a break because I know and not do it right after Odin because I know not everyone is as excited about mythology as I am. Mythology is cool. It's yeah. If you like kind of soap opera drama, like the Kardashians are cool, but uh, the Greek gods really get into it. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I'm so excited. Me too. Um, and I want to say a lot of the things that got me into it is I listened to books on tape to fall asleep. And about a year ago, I got into, uh, this, it's on Spotify. It's gods of the Greek myths. And it's from a 1957 album where this man and this woman just tell you a story of the Greek gods and it's set over top of really cool um like lyre and harp music fuck yeah I highly recommend on Spotify gods of the Greek myths and you'll see uh it'll say Zeus 1957 um because that's when it was made and it's fucking dope as shit and uh I got into Greek myths after that yeah, because really, why wasn't I taught? I I mean, I went to church and I grew up super churchy, and those are cool stories or whatever. But I feel like studying Greek mythology really sets you up to understand the world as men act impulsively out of like self interest, and women are nurturers and caretakers, and they need men around because they're strong to protect them from other idiot men. And, yeah. like, I, I just feel like it would have set me up for a better understanding. Mm-hmm. Hey, men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how true. Very Matthew McConaughey of me. Yeah, you are the Matthew McConaughey of this podcast. <laughs> all uh. right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I'm the Robin Williams, and that's something I'm learning to live with. Uh, so anyways, Greek mythology starts with Gaia, which is a name we know because she's like in the craft. They summon Gaia. Okay. (laughs) Yes. It's coming back to me now. She's like the all mother God figure in a lot of mythology. Is Um, that when the redhead chicks lean down and she's like, I talked to her and she's very upset with you or like I talked to him. Yeah, it's been a little bit since I've seen that movie. But yeah. I loved it. Yeah, we should watch The Craft together. Fuck yeah, me and my friends used to try to do light as a feather, stiff as a board. And, like, I swear one time, like, it started working. Oh, I'm sure it did. Anyways. It's um, <laughs> amazing. It's a great movie. Yeah, I love it. Um, So, Gaia is this all, she's like the main god bitch, right? 
And she <laughs> can see, by the way, my notes are written with this language. Don't think I'm making this up nice. off the cuff. I I wrote these it's words the main out. God bitch. Yeah, I, I will auction these off and someone can read these to their children. Hell yeah. So Gaia conceives and gives, she conceives on her own without a man. She self-conceives and she gives birth to Uranus. And Gaia and her son Uranus, they fuck. Of course they do. This is, they're so. As we talked about in the incest episode, there's a lot in Greek mythology. Oh, yeah. This is, it's, I just Google Greek myth family tree and it's very hard to read because the lines just overlap each other. (laughs) There's not a very concise graphic way to represent how much there's a lot of mother's son oh yeah i mean there were no men around so she had to get herself pregnant to give birth to a son it's kind of like she's having sex with herself yeah (sighs) so incest is totally cool because like you (laughs) made it and then you fuck it no oh it's not okay don't do that don't do that if you want to make something and fuck it do like a handcrafted dildo situation like whittle yeah definitely and then you're cool. go that route go the go we, the whittling route we're very pro whittling on this podcast hell yeah i've tried it i've gotten down with the whittle stick yeah <laughs> dude and uh start with soap that's a see i didn't and it was very hard yeah no, try soap. Everyone try to carve something out of soap and see how it goes. You can use it if you have a small paring knife that you use for mm-hmm. cutting fruit. Um, that is an option. So anyways, Gaia and her um, son Uranus, they birth the first generation of Titans, one of whom is named Kronos. So Kronos gets together with this lady named Rhea and they have a lot of kids, but he keeps eating their kids. What the fuck? Well, you see, Kronos. Kronos had overthrown his father, Uranus, and his parents told him he was destined to be overthrown by his own son because oh. karma's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's like, I'll just eat all of them. Yeah. So he keeps fucking he's getting Rhea pregnant. And then she has the baby and he just straight up swallows it Um, because he's like, you're not overthrowing me. I'm eating you. God, I wonder what Rhea's feeling. Well, he's already eaten Hestia, Demeter, Hera, Hades, and Poseidon. And Rhea is like, hey, I want to raise one of my babies. Yeah. So she devises a plan with Gaia, her mother-in-law. To save Zeus, the baby she's currently carrying. And she sneaks away to give birth to him. And she leaves him with some shepherds to raise. And she wraps a blanket in... Or, I'm sorry. She wraps a rock in a blanket. And she delivers it to Kronos. And is like, hey, I had our baby. And yeah. he... <laughs> he's a pig. And he doesn't even, like, look to make sure it's a baby. And he just eats this rock covered in a blanket. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, he just swallows it without looking. And he's like, well, ate that baby. So uh, when... Wait, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. Some of the babies he ate that you mentioned sounded familiar. Like Hades and Poseidon. 
do they just continue living? Is his stomach like a universe? Well, they're gods, so they can't... There, it's not like they're being digested and shit out. Okay. Like, they can't die because they're gods. Uh, well, we'll see. Oh. Oof. We will see. Woo! So, okay, when me. Zeus becomes a man, some of the stories say he comes back and um, Hera is like... Uh oh, this is like this new kid. He's gonna be working here, and uh, Kronos is like, oh yeah. I'm sorry, I said the wrong name. Okay, start over. Jesus fucking Christ. Start from the very beginning. I mean, <laughs> I might have to, so we don't have another um, <laughs> autonomous <gate>. autonomous situation. <laughs> so okay, some of the myths say Rhea goes and gets him when he's grown up. And brings him back and says, hey, this is our new house servant. And um, Kronos is like, oh, my God, he's so amazing. I love him. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, it's really Zeus. And it's really Zeus. And others say he just storms in. But um, in the slick mythology, he's working in the house. And Rhea and Zeus make this potion that they give to Kronos that makes him throw up all of the children that he's eaten before and in other stories where he storms on the scene he just like straight up cuts open his dad and is like i'm freeing my siblings okay but either way they get out he defeats his father and forces him to vomit up the siblings who are now also full grown because they kept growing. They're just living in there. They're just living in there. Jesus fucking Christ. I apologize that my phone's making noise. I thought I fucking turned it off and I don't. Sydney. <laughs> I'm, I'm your fucking auntie. I don't know. I say autonomous. I don't know how to turn a fucking phone off. It's something. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm trying to be a professional, but here we are. It's okay. So, anyways, Zeus. Destroys his father, Kronos, mm. frees his siblings who are now full grown adults. It is awesome. And they get together, uh, Zeus and the siblings, and they divvy up the labor. Zeus is the god of the sky. He's like, fuck yeah. He gets to choose first, obviously. He defeated his dad. Yeah. He's like, ah, there's so much sky. It's awesome. I'm going to be the god of the sky. I'm going to carry this lightning bolt. Poseidon is the god of the sea. And then Hades gets to be the god of the underworld. Yeah. And the ladies get lady. God rules like fertility. Um, (laughs) Because that's how that works. Uh, And so. um, uh, So they're doing their god shit. And. um, Okay. Zeus. In most myths. He marries Hera. Yeah. And. but he's hot for his sister Demeter. And oh. Demeter is a goddess of grain, agriculture, harvest, growth, and sacred law, which is the cycle of life and death is called sacred law. Oh, that's fun. Right? Um, she also invented cereal. So, like cereal grains? Yeah. But cereal. So that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, and Zeus is super hot for Demeter. And he's like, okay, listen, I married my one sister, Hera, but I want to fuck my other sister, Demeter. And Demeter does not want to sex her brother, Zeus. Oh. Um, so in a lot of the stories, Zeus transforms into a bull and rapes her. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, 
men suck. That's like such a shitty way to like. Why a bull? What the fuck? That's like. That's even it add insult to injury. You understand why I'm still upset about these what things, okay. right? Yeah. This is why I get worked up. Yeah. Like what the fuck Zeus. She's like, oh, I don't want to fuck my brother. You know what I especially don't want to fuck my brother in the form of a bull. Yeah. But it led to her um, getting pregnant and having a daughter with Zeus. She names this daughter Persephone. And Persephone. She- <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. And she loves Persephone. Uh-huh. So Persephone took on a lot of the jobs that fell under the umbrella of Demeter's goddessness of uh-huh. agriculture and stuff. And Persephone's uh, main thing was plants and flowers. And she kind of looked like a flower, I guess, just like bright and budding and beautiful. And she was an innocent child because she's so protected. She has this great oh, mother. No. Uh-huh. And she has a little paint pot. And she liked to go out and she would paint the flowers to create new kinds. See why I love this chick? Yeah. She's just this little sweetheart. And she's like, oh, I saw some lilies and I want to paint stripes on them. Oh. And so that's how we came. We got tiger lilies. Um, So she was considered like this sun child and a goddess of harvest and fertility. And she's just doing the damn thing, right? Um, But she's attracting attention from many gods because... These gods love to fuck. And they're like, who else we got to fuck? Who else I haven't fucked? Oh, shit. Persephone's looking ripe. Oh, no. Like, she's like a, yeah, she's just a cute little schoolgirl with her bobby socks and Mary Jane shoes. And she's painting. And all the gods are like, oh, I want that. Because they're all, they're gross. They're gross old men. And she's like this fresh budding flower. Um. But Demeter had what they said was an obsessive love for her daughter. And she tried to keep men away from Persephone. It was like, fuck no. She is an innocent little flower baby. Stay away from her. Oh, good. She's trying. Yeah. Demeter's. She knows how hard it is. I don't even want to use the term overprotective because in this. She's not being because she got raped by a bull. Yeah. She knows what the fuck is up. Yeah. You can't really be too protective of your daughter in this land of the gods yeah because these men they're like i'll just turn into a bird i'll turn into a bull i'll do whatever the fuck i want yeah i'm gonna turn into a snake and slither up your pussy oh no they're the worst they're the worst okay (sighs) so persephone's most persistent suitor was her uncle Hades, god of the underworld. Oh, no. And he's a hardened, sinister character. Uh, It's the result of a lifetime spent in the underworld, living in darkness amongst the shadows of the dead. Yeah. So he's... We don't don't really know what he was like before, but he... I mean, he grew up in a stomach. And then (laughs) then he he went to the underworld. And then he went to the underworld. So he's not terribly well socialized. Yeah. He's like he's like that really weird Matrix kid in Grandma's Boy. He's exactly oh my gosh yes he's exactly like um, that guy. Did you see the Disney cartoon movie of Hercules? I have not. Okay, it's pretty good. I should but check it out. Hades is a real ass in that movie, well, and I imagine he's a real ass in this. Oh yeah. Story. Oh yeah, because he's okay. So he's all hardened from living amongst the shadows of the dead. Mm-hmm. But 
when he would see Persephone or be around her, his heart would soften um, because he was wowed by her youth and her beauty. And he asked Demeter for uh, her hand in marriage. And Demeter said, no fucking way. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Okay. Number one, you're her uncle. Number two, you want her to go live in the underworld with you? Fuck that. She paints flowers. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is she going to do down there? It's too dark to paint. You know? You don't even live amongst dead people. You live amongst the shadows of the dead people. Like, get out of here, right? Yeah. Um, But having Demeter tell him no strengthened his resolve. Oh, no. And he decides, I'm going to get Persephone via any means necessary. No. Persephone. Persephone. Oh, my gosh. What happens? Okay. So sad. No. So one day, while she's out painting her flowers, um, she is entranced by some say it was an extremely beautiful flower that she bent over to see but i like the telling where she sees a really ugly weed and she's like what the fuck is this ugly weed doing in my beautiful flower field and she bends over to pull up this terrible weed to be like no get out of here um and so she bends over to pull the weed and as she does the earth opens up (gasps) and out comes hades and his chariot of black horses. No. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I know. And so he grabs Persephone before she can even scream for help. And he takes her back to the underworld to be his wife. Uh-huh. The earth closes up after him, <gasps> leaving no sign of what has happened other than her little paint pot. Oh, no. Yeah. And so apparently... Which is just so sad. I know. It is. It's so sad. I'm over here making like really sad frowny faces. No. No. I'm really glad you're on board with how dramatic (laughs) this story is because it affects me. Well, now because I'm like, what's the mom's name? Demeter. Demeter. She's going to be like, what the fuck happened to Persephone? Where'd she go? Because this is her baby that she loves so much. And she just is like you're beautiful and you're also a goddess of the earth and I'm just so happy about you. And now she's stolen. Yeah. Um, apparently Helios, who is the God of the sun witnessed it, but he chose to stay out of it. He's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to get involved with their drama, which is like, like, I'm drama free. Yeah. Like, okay. On last podcast on the left, they'll cover cases like the toy box murders where it's some weird small fucking town and they know, oh, everyone who leaves the bar with that couple never comes back. But no one chooses to say right. anything about it because yeah. they're like, I'm just going to stay out of it. I don't want to get into other people's business. Not my business. Oh, yeah. Like that guy down the street's like always digging in his garden. and he Maybe always... when it's something as important as murder and kidnapping, you should say something. Yes. If you see... It is your business. Yeah. If you see something, say something. Just I always like... Those stories always freak me out where it's like this small town and everyone knew something was up, but no one wanted to say anything. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, well, whatever, Helios. You just saw fucking Persephone get kidnapped, but you don't want to get involved in other people's lives. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And Zeus 
also witnessed it and chose to stay silent to avoid drama. But a lot of reports have Zeus actually selling Persephone to Hades in exchange for a new Thunderbolt. Motherfuck. I know. So Demeter is like, why didn't my daughter come home? And she goes looking for her and she can't find anything except for the little paint pot. So she Mm. knows something bad happened. And she wanders the earth seeking her daughter and she's a wreck. Um. And she finally, she seeks out uh, the sun god, Helios, because he's up in the sky, so he's all-seeing. So if if Persephone was out painting flowers during daytime, Helios should have seen something. And because Demeter was such a wreck and she's sobbing, Helios finally is like, fine, I'll tell you what I saw. And like Hades came out with his fucking horses and he uh. stole her and took her to the underworld. Um, but Helios is like, maybe it's not so bad being queen of the dead. I mean, she's queen of the okay. dead. Um, I mean, if she was into that type of thing, but she's not. Yeah. Demeter says, fuck no. She's a fucking sun child. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. And also, like, she goes to talk to Zeus about it, and Zeus is just stroking his new Thunderbolt and was like, listen, deals had to be made. Check out my new Thunderbolt. Um, I'll fuck you again. Yeah. You better leave me the fuck alone. He and he did fuck her again, and they had a son together. Oh my god! Yeah, which did is, she want to that time, or was it again? Know. No, I I don't think I, so. I, I, okay. I didn't get into that because like the illusion, the, they're called like the Eulasian or something mystery series, which is like this whole epic thing written basically about Demeter's search for Persephone and the other child doesn't come into play very much oh okay um and one day I'll learn more about Greek mythology and I'll be like oh yeah no their son was obviously blah 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 and I know all about this obviously obviously um but so Demeter's like super pissed at all these dudes like yeah Helios you didn't fucking say anything Hades you stole my fucking daughter Zeus you raped me and then sold our daughter to your fucking brother uh-huh. for a thunderbolt and so she's pissed and to punish them and also she wants to take some time to herself to grieve mm-hmm. she takes a leave of absence from her duties as a goddess of harvest and fertility oh. so the earth dries up crops are dying out like lakes are drying up animals are dying because um it turns out you kind of need the goddess of harvest and yeah to make shit happen um, and so humans on earth are like, we're going to die because we have nothing to eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, no. that's my impression of a human. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Why is the earth dry? I got the tummy rumbles. <laughs> <laughs> and Zeus is up on Mount Olympus and he hears the cries of the humans because apparently they were so yeah, whiny. They really hurting. Yeah, it's reaching him. And he realizes, okay, I have to do something about Demeter's wrath before all of humanity dies out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zeus says, okay, if it's proven that Persephone is being held against her will. Demeter, you can have you can have her back. Persephone is yours if 
we can prove that she's being held against her will. Otherwise, she's going to stay in Hades with her husband because they are married and mm-hmm. that's where she's at. Um, and Hades catches wind of this. Oh, no. Probably from Zeus. Oh, Be- Zeus. Because if the marriage is negated, what he Zeus has to give his thunderbolt back uh, or something, you know? Yeah. So uh, Hades catches wind of this. And he knows he needs to do something because his quote unquote wife, yeah, she's down there um, in the underworld and she's bawling all oh, day and no. night. She's she like, doesn't want to be there. No, and she doesn't. She can't escape, and she's a mess. So he tricks Persephone into eating. Oh, I'm so excited oh. about this next detail. What? He tricks Persephone into eating a few seeds from a pomegranate because pomegranates are the official fruit of the underworld. What? Who fucking knew? I love pomegranates. That's why you're all gothy and shit. (laughs) They're so good. That explains so much. My grandparents had a pomegranate bush growing up. It's like a tree bush, whatever the fuck it was. We'd pick the pomegranates and eat them. See, this is why you are like a gothy person who thinks about death a lot. It's the pomegranates. I can't tell you the last time I ate a pomegranate because they're too much fucking work. I like they're so fun. I can't get into it. It's so fun. No, I can't. I I like to work for my food because I eat. I'll eat a grapefruit with Uh my bare hands. I call it vegan lobster. It really makes you work for it. But I don't fuck with a pomegranate, and that explains why I don't think about death. Ever. I guess so. If you roll them first, it uh, helps. Oh, it helps break them up? Yeah. It tenderizes them? Yes. But well, anyways, I don't fuck with that wow. underworld fruit. That really explains a lot about us. This, pomegranates. Who knew? Who knew? This episode of Simone J Podcast is brought to you by pomegranates, the official fruit of the underworld. Um, that was really good. Thanks. Uh, One day we'll have real sponsors. Yeah. Um, and until then, it's just like on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. This is brought to you by the letter K. <laughs> Special K. Fall down that K hole, baby. Fuck yeah. Um. Okay. So what's what's does she go down there? So what happens because Persephone eats. The oh, yeah, official the fruit of the underworld, uh-huh. the pomegranate. And apparently once you've eaten pomegranate seeds, you miss the underworld when you're away from it. Oh, so it gets my you hooked. God. I know. Okay. So there's a big gathering on Mount Olympus. So Hades like, all right, I'll bring Persephone up. We can have her come speak in front of everyone and say whether or not she wants to be with me. And so they, everyone gathers on Mount Olympus in front of Zeus and Persephone is asked where she wants to live. Well, because she's eaten the pomegranate, she says, well, I obviously want to live in Hades because I miss it and I want to be in the underworld with my husband. Oh, Um, no. I fucking know. This is the worst. This is the worst. So Demeter knows something ain't right. Yeah. And she explodes. I love her. She yeah, she's is like a fight for her child. She's like Halle Berry. Yes. 
All them Halle Berry movies. I was trying to come up with what she reminded me of, but I guess I don't know movies well enough. Halle Berry has been like, she was a 911 dispatcher who saves a girl who has been kidnapped and calls her on 911. That was a movie. She's been like a mom whose child gets abducted and she goes after them and finds her child. Like, I think there was one more, too, where she's like, has to rescue a child. It's crazy. Okay, so everyone who's listening to this right now, when you listen to it a second time, just from the very beginning, picture Halle Berry every time (laughs) I say Demeter, because I love it. Um, So she explodes, and she threatens to never again make the earth fertile. I love that she has such like a big bargaining chip, where she's like, fuck you, this is fucked up. I'm not going to make the earth fertile again. Humans are going to die. And then how the fuck are you going to be gods when you have no one to rule over? No one's worshiping you if they're all fucking dead. You fucking dicks. I will kill us all, motherfuckers. I'm taking us all out. (laughs) Um, So to end the, the quarrel and save humanity, Zeus said that Persephone would spend half the year in Hades with her husband. And the other half on Olympus with her mother. Uh, And neither Hades nor Demeter were pleased with this, but they had to accept it because Zeus is, you know, in charge and he's got a thunderbolt. Um, (laughs) And so this is how Persephone came to be queen of the underworld. And um, while Persephone was spending her six months in the underworld, Demeter is really sad during that time and she doesn't um, flourish crops and stuff. And so that's why we have fall and winter. That's when Demeter is in the underworld. and I'm sorry. That's when Persephone is in in the underworld and Demeter is too sad to make things grow. And then when Persephone comes for her six months on Olympus, Demeter is happy and she makes things grow and that's spring and summer so you can actually tell if you're ever like I wonder where Persephone is right now you can tell based on the weather right I like that it's so good it's It's like it was really sad but it's not like a terrible ending yeah and does she so, like, once you eat a pomegranate, do you think you always feel that way about the underworld? Does it last forever? Apparently, forever, you okay. always miss it. Wow. Um, I No wonder. I, I think about death a lot. Yeah. I've eaten a lot of pomegranates. There we go. Oof. We've solved it. So- and, yeah, I just like the idea that, like, <laughs> when Demeter gets to spend time with her daughter, she sh- it's, like... The wording I read in one article was she shines from happiness and that's why she we have such like bountiful growth in crops and animals and stuff because she's I don't know, that's just such a pretty picture. She's shining from happiness. Um what a great story. Right? Yeah. Uh well later Zeus does fuck his daughter Persephone. Persephone. Oh god. So she's already married to her uncle and then she has several she, she actually has more children with Zeus than she does with Hades. She has Dionysus. Uh, I can't. I don't know if I wrote an L or an I here. I think it's Dionysus, Iacus, and oh goodness, Sydney, Sabazingus. 
That can't be what <laughs> so it is. Zingus is my favorite god. <laughs> yeah. But she has uh-huh. three or four children with her father, Zeus, and only two children with her husband, Hades. Oh. But still, I just, I get, I get sad when women are pregnant all the time. It's just so yeah, much work having it is. children. It's a lot. And then it's like, man. It's hard on the body. Yeah. And it's like, you got to carry children from your stupid fucking dad and your stupid yeah. fucking uncle. Oh. And how do you feel about that? And at least you get to hang out with your mom half the year. But then sometimes are you like, man, mom, I just like, I don't know. Like, she just seems to always be under someone else's thumb. Yeah, like, doesn't she ever want to just go be by herself? Right? Yeah. Because when she, before she was kidnapped, she did have her alone time. Like, she was a kid and she had this overprotective mom who's a great mom. I don't want to use overprotective in the pejorative sense. But then she would go out during the day and do her painting and stuff. Yeah. And I just hope that she still gets to paint things. Yeah, me too. I would assume, it, like, this in the spring and summer, yeah. she does get to do that. But I just... It's such a story of, like, a woman's lack of agency over her own yeah, control. It and really she, is. She's just used as a bargaining chip between all these mm. stupid fucking people. Persephone. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that story, <laughs> That was great. I didn't know. I did zero research. I was like, I'm going to sit here with my double bong and just, like, listen to this story. Listen to Sydney get <laughs> so worked up over these things. Uh, but no, I was feeling it. I was like, oh, my God. <gasps> it's such a soap opera, Greek myths. Yeah. And the, I mean, everyone should listen to the Myths and Legends podcast. I think he does a really good job of telling myths from different cultures. And he always says, you know, when you're retelling a myth, there's always different accounts depending because, you know, they start in oral traditions and then different authors have written different versions of it. And um, on Myths and Legends, Jason Weisner always like basically he'll come up with a cohesive narrative that he like this is the most common telling of it and those are always really fun um, mm-hmm. and they're great to fall asleep to and on on Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology he says you know half the fun or most of the fun in myths is retelling them yourself and yeah. being like oh which version do I like more the one where it's a beautiful flower she bends down to yeah. pick up or is it this ugly weed and I she like the weed yeah it makes sense because you're pulling up this hideous weed and then this hideous fucking underworld god comes yeah. up through the earth Ugh, Hades. I, yeah i do like the chariot with the black horses though i mean yes it's cool but what a dick yeah he's a fucking dick and he's like <sighs> oh a, her mom says i can't have her so i'm gonna get her by any means necessary not cool bro no not cool so not cool Mm-mm. um yeah, so everyone look into myths. Also, Artemis is super cool. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone should look into Artemis. She's like a very independent chick. Okay. She's given the gift of eternal chastity, but also the gift to change her mind about it should she want to. Oh. And she has these dogs. They're dogs, right? Mm-hmm. She's got these dogs. And <laughs> if someone fucks with her, she'll turn them into an animal and have the dogs attack them. Oh. So it's, I don't know, she's a super cool character. Yeah. Um, everyone get into it. Yeah, everyone get into myths. Write in and tell, tell us, like, what your favorite one is and why. 
Maybe we'll do an episode about it. Yeah. Because I think you can probably figure out why I like Persephone so much. Persephone! I just want to be painting shit, too. I just want to be hanging out, getting sun on my buns and painting things. That's Uh, all I fucking want. Yeah. But, you know, I have to go to the underworld, a.k.a. a bar where I work. Instead, you're stuck at the underworld. I'm stuck in the underworld, Uh, man. I hate it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's that. We hope you've enjoyed this mythology. And have a great hump day. Yeah. (laughs)